0: anywhere that we would go, he would tell people about this. And I used to get so embarrassed as a teenager. I was like, Oh my God, my uncle is crazy. And people are really, you know, thinking we're crazy until it happened when I was 17 years old. um, I got the call that he manifested the lottery and I didn't believe it. And I thought he was just drunk (laughs) and, um, Yeah. And then my other uncle got on the line and said, no, he's being serious. Yolanda, he really won. We had nothing. We literally had nothing. And all of a sudden I started taking this very serious. And by the age of 21, we manifested our first home. I manifested a six figure career, lots of money, trips, luxury items, all of the things. And I was like, wow, this really, really works. The solar plexus is like our gut, and that is where, that is the doing, that is the action. And so when we're in hustle mode, we are very much in, what more can I do to make up for the lack of my belief in myself?
1: So welcome in this new episode of the Claire Chiron Show and today I am so excited to welcome Yolanda Boyaren. So I am so excited because this is one of the few people and actually money relationship gurus that I see on the market that is really special in the way she speaks and in the way she teaches. And you will discover this during this interview because truly this is insane. So she has created the brand Manifest Mad Money and her goal and mission is to help driven entrepreneurs create and manifest the life and business of their dreams all right feeling yes completely fulfilled passionate and of course aligned and she is the perfect mix and I can tell you that this is a real fact of strategy and woo-woo that helps bring out the confident thriving and abundant version of you Yolanda welcome on the show
0: thank you so much for having me I'm so excited
1: You're welcome. I am so excited. (laughs) This is such a pleasure. Thank you. So we all want to know your story. I mean, we'll start with that, your story and uh, everything about your, how did you start your money business? I mean, everything.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll try to shorten it because it's a really long story. (laughs) Um, So I learned about manifestation and the law of attraction as a very young girl. I can remember as young as four and five years old from my uncle who consciously manifested a $42 million lottery win. And so, yeah, he was considered, you know, the crazy uncle, like he would literally tell everyone he was going to manifest the lottery one day. And when I was a little girl, I remember thinking, oh my God, this is so cool. My uncle's going to manifest the lottery. And as I started to get older and we would go to restaurants, we would go to dinner, anywhere that we would go, he would tell people about this. And I used to get so embarrassed as a teenager. I was like, oh my God, my uncle is crazy. And people are really, you know, thinking we're crazy until it happened when I was 17 years old. Um, I got the call that he manifested the lottery and I didn't believe it. And I thought he was just drunk. (laughs) And um, yeah. And then my other uncle got on the line and said, no, he's being serious. Yolanda, he really won. So When I saw that, I really thought, okay, there is something to this conscious creation, this manifestation. And I started diving deeper into the things that my uncle was sharing with me, but also into my own research of the law of attraction and how the mind works. And I was just truly fascinated. And I started really, really applying these things to my life. And all of a sudden, I was a teen mom at 17 years old, living off of ramen noodles. And, you know, my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time. Like, we had nothing. We literally had nothing. And all of a sudden, I started taking this very serious. And by the age of 21, we manifested our first home. I manifested a six-figure career, lots of money, trips, luxury items, all of the things. And I was like, wow, this really, really works. But I was manic manifesting, doing things from like a hustle mode versus trusting and flowing. I, I always trusted, but I was like thinking that I needed to hustle along with it. And then when my son turned 14, um, he attempted suicide for the first time. And all of a sudden, my world just changed. I realized I did not have the emotional capacity to work my uh, career anymore. And at that point, I was making about $400,000 a year. And I was just like, "I I can't do this. I need to focus on him. And so I did that. And as though, even though I made the conscious decision to walk away from that, and I knew I could always manifest more money, it was sad because I had built that business from the ground up. And so when I decided to focus on my son, I started losing myself. I fell into a very deep depression. I started drinking a lot. I just, everything that I had learned about manifestation and, you know, my spirituality, it, it just went out the window. And then one day I was like, this is not who I am. I started manifesting money away unconsciously. So I was unconsciously manifesting more bills, more everything. It's like, I just kept digging that hole deeper and deeper. And I was like, this isn't who I am. This isn't what I want. And I just started scripting and scripting is, you know, uh, journaling as though what you want is already here. And I started scripting about feeling good and manifesting the things that I wanted all back. And out of that, my my business was born, my online business to help women, you know, create the future that they want. I knew that money had always come very easy to me. I was always very confident in business. And I thought, what better way than to teach spiritual entrepreneurs to make the money that they actually want in their business. And that's, that's kind of how it came
1: about. Wow. This is a so deep story. Yeah. Ooh, I understand so much more about your grounded energy. You're so like uh, down to earth because of everything that you lived, because you you seem so young right now. I don't know how old are you, but uh, uh, it's like you have quantum shift your life so fast and live so many, many, many experiences that led you to this place right now where you're like, bum, <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very good at it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I'm 36. So I'm not, I I mean, I don't, I'm not old, but I'm definitely not that young anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's something in my past lives that I, you know, like when I look at my past lives, like when I've done past life regression, when I look at my natal chart, you know, regarding my past lives, when I look at my human design regarding like the energy that I was sent here this lifetime to embody, it's, It's all about experiences, experiences that I've had in my past lives. I've been a successful business owner almost in every past life that I've had. And so the embodiment that I am here is truly, I truly was sent here to help spiritual people spread their message and create abundance while doing it. So I truly, truly feel fully aligned and in my purpose.
1: Mm. I understand so many things right now and there is a thing that really really intrigued me about your work is the way you work with the energy and money you know we, we talk about like of spirituality and money but the way you talk about it about money energy and energy centers how did you come to have this deep understanding about such a deep correlation with your energy your centers and money
0: i think some of it was already there i think you know to an extent we as humans understand energy to a a small portion. And I think some of it was already there. But over the last few years, I've started uh, using plant medicine, like ayahuasca and bufo and, and things like that. And once I started having those experiences, I truly understood energy at a level that I have never understood energy. And it just started coming to me. And I just started realizing that I could relay this information to people while explaining it in simple form by allowing them to understand how their chakras work, how that connects to their money, how that connects to their self-worth, and how that connects to everything that we are creating on this earth.
1: Mm, yes, absolutely. And so you in one of your episodes, you talk about the difference between when you, like, exactly when you were uh, (laughs) talking, as you were explaining in your story, um, at the beginning you were creating your business in hustle mode, like in stress mode instead of being like much more grounded as you are and more serene and calm about the things and more in the flow. And so you had an explanation about um, doing uh, sales marketing from the, the solar plexus, which is related to this hustle mode and the sacral plexus, who is much more related to like the root chakra to really more much more grounded. Um, what can you say more about this? Like to have a little bit of explanation.
0: Yeah, so solar plexus, the solar plexus is like our gut. And that is where, that is the doing, that is the action. And so when we're in hustle mode, we are very much in, what more can I do to make up for the lack of my belief in myself? And so solar plexus energy is very like push, force. It feels very bad. It's like when you're checking your numbers all the time versus trusting, or when you're like, maybe I need to make another post because that post didn't reach that many people. It's very action-based the sacral is kind of the womb it's where everything is created so it's like flowy it's fun it's very feminine it's where you know we we get to create without expectation without that push without that force and so when i allow my sacral to guide me of what feels good what feels expansive and what feels exciting for me in my business I never go wrong. Anytime that I notice that I'm hustle, push, force, I notice I slow my progress down. But when I'm like, forget it, I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be authentic. I'm going to do things my way. It always grows exponentially. And it's, it's like a huge quantum leap. And so that's where I want entrepreneurs to come from is what actually feels good to you versus what you think you have to do, you know, from point A to point B to point C. When people come to me to increase their sales, I give them very precise and simple strategy. But it's so funny because they're like, can you give me a script? Can you do this? Can you do that? Well, no, I can't. I'm giving you the simple steps that are going to amplify you and take you to the next step. But if I give you a script, then you're going to get frustrated with yourself and you're going to go into solar plexus
1: marketing. Mm-hmm. and so there is a big difference between feeling good and feeling good <laughs> yes. and I stay stuck for a month in this trying to understand like yes I feel good you know like me trying to start something a new action or a new way to promote my programs and three days after it was not line anymore because it was in the mind, and so how can we differentiate uh, whether this is something that feels good, like really good, and something that feels good, but ah, <laughs> super, but uh, three days after that, it's like ah, so draining.
0: Yeah. So if you're coming from something from fear-based, so if you're coming from something of I think I should do this, or I think this is a good idea. And then you start to put things in motion and it just, you just feel resistant. Or if you, if you're like, man, that's a great idea, but you feel resistance period. Mm -hmm. It's about asking yourself yes and no questions. Am I really lit up about this? And this actually relates into a lot of human design, which I also incorporate into my teachings. It's how do I really feel about this? Am I really excited about this? And you know, if something is a hell yes, or, you know, if something's like a yeah, I mean, I could take it or leave it. And if it's a take it or leave it, then I just say, leave it. Just say, leave it. Because we have only so much energy throughout the day. And the more that we clog our aura and our energy down with the things that are just like, Meh, we leave no room for the things that actually excite us and that we actually want to do to come into the picture. Mm, yes.
1: Hmm, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so important because uh, when when like we wake up in the morning with feel so good like so expanding it's easy and then we go on with our days and we get lost with all the little things and the the um, the useless things actually that don't move the needle at all
0: yeah yeah mm. yeah we think that there's a difference between doing income producing activities and doing busy work and that busy work is the stuff that most people they thrive on because they think that they're making progress, but that's actually not progress.
1: Mm, Yes. And so what is one thing that we could do to reconnect to our cycle energy center? Um, Yeah. In order to be connected there and to feel good. (laughs) So what I
0: do is I have all of my clients make two different lists and I have them analyze Well, first, you want to make a list of everything that you do in your business currently. And you can even do this for your life as well. You want to make a list of everything that you do. And then you want to go down that list through each item and asking yourself, am I doing this because I think I should? And if there's a should in there, then you just need to cross it off. And if it's no, I'm doing this because I actually love it. I have fun doing it. I have fun showing up this way. I have fun making this offer. I have fun connecting with people this way. Then that's when you keep it. And that's really honing in on what excites you and what doesn't. And that is sacral-based.
1: This is so good what you are uh, telling everybody. I hope that you take a lot a lot of notes uh, because this is so crucial to understand this. Um, I mean, for me, it's made me lose a lot of a lot of time, like, uh, to, to be um, distracted by everybody. And actually, this was my question. So uh, in this crazy entrepreneurial world online, we, yeah, we are, we are taught to go online and to see what other people do and so you can mimic them and you can copy them the thing is that you are losing yourself i think and you are losing such a big amount of energy and a few days ago i had a breakthrough about this and i was like oh but this is it so Maybe the solution is like to really switch off everything and to absolutely connect to yourself and to ask you if, uh, if I was alone on this world, on this entrepreneurial world, what would be good and best for me for me to share my message? Is it right? Yes, definitely. It's so funny um, because I have an online
0: business, but I'm very rarely on social media. <laughs> I go on there to post my message, but I don't want to read anybody. I follow very few coaches that do the same thing that I do because I don't want to pick up on their energy. I don't want my message to become their message. I truly don't want to know what the competitor is doing. All that does is send me into comparison. It spirals me out of control. And that's not the energy that's going to serve me best. And it's not the energy that's going to serve my clients best. So I am the worst at, I feel like, social media, other than just showing up to share what I need to share. I just don't like to bog myself down with that at all. It it just does no good.
1: Mm. And it's so reassuring to hear this, because we are like, we are online entrepreneurs, So we should post and look at everywhere at the same time on all social media platforms. And when I look at you, I was like, but she has not a a, a big following. She's only on one platform. She has only a podcast and she has so amazing results. Oh my God, this is so inspiring. Um, Yeah, this this will be the most grounded and... um, Episode that will be on this on this podcast actually absolutely. I actually do want to
0: say something about the audience size. Yeah, that is such a huge myth that you have to have a big audience to mm-hmm. make big money. Last year I made two hundred and thirty thousand dollars in my business, and this year the plan is to make five hundred thousand, and next year the plan is to make a million. Last year when I made two hundred and thirty thousand, I had I think it was like 4,300 Instagram followers. I had um, a thousand people in my Facebook group. And I noticed that a majority of my business comes from my podcast. And it's not because I'm telling everyone to go out and create a podcast, but it's because I have fun when I'm on my podcast. I have fun sharing and speaking to my audience. And that's what converts and so that's where, again, looking at not what everybody else is doing, but looking at what is fun to you and what's exciting to you, because that's what's going to convert. It has nothing to do with size of your audience. It's all about the quality that you provide. And if you cut out all of the excess stuff that you don't like doing, the quality improves drastically. And then your conversion rate of your sales improves even
1: more Mm, yeah absolutely you're so right yeah so having fun instead of being led by other people's funny things it's like it's, it has to be our friend things and not the the things of everybody else right yeah. yeah and so I was wondering what would you say to a woman who are so inspired by you by your work, who wants to start to make money, but who feels like, oh my God, it's too good to be true. I will never, it will never happen to me. It's always for others. Like the kind of money blocks uh, and energy blocks that could come uh, at the beginning. Yeah, I
0: love this because a majority, like actually I think a hundred percent of my clients have come to me with that story of, Is this really going to work for me Yolanda, how do I know that it's going to work, how do I know it's not just for you. And I always say you have to borrow my belief in you in the beginning, until you have your own belief, when you can see I I usually use a pendulum to show women the power of their mind. They can use a pendulum or even a necklace with a charm at the bottom, and I have them as we're on the call. I have them direct the pendulum in different ways with nothing but their thoughts. And when they realize how powerful their thoughts are, I'm like, you are just stuck in a pattern. That's the reality. You're stuck in a pattern. Your parents helped mold that pattern. Your grandparents helped mold that pattern. Your peers and society helped mold that pattern. And I'm here to break it. I'm here to disrupt it. I'm here to show you that success is available to you. It's available to everyone. You just have to believe that about you. And of course, in the beginning, you're not gonna believe that because you have no evidence. But when I take on a client, I don't take on clients that I don't believe in. Believe it or not, I do turn people away because if they have too much resistance into the process, I know that no matter how much I do, they're not gonna be able to push past that resistance. So if someone comes to me and they, you know, they have that nervousness, great. Trust in me, believe in me, and then I'm going to show you to trust in you and believe in you.
1: Hmm. This is why you are a money relationship guru. <laughs> <laughs> trust in me first, and I will teach you how to trust in you then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it has to start somewhere, right? And you don't know if you've never been able to attract something it's not that you're not able to it's just that you don't have the belief that you're able to
1: Mm. and this is really interesting about money you know it's like um most of people can I mean most of people I mean we have certain facilities to um attract great things in other areas but when it comes to money it's like Oh, <laughs> what happens? Why? why yeah.
0: that? so it's because you're putting money on a pedestal. And mm. so when you have your worth built beneath money, no matter what happens, you will always look at it as money is hard. Money is this big thing that I'm just not supposed to have because it's hard. It's, it's bigger than me. It's better than me. It's, you know, it's this big, huge thing. And what I tell people with that is there's a show here that used to run like years ago. It was called Fear Factor. And basically they would give people like a million dollars if they would face their biggest fear. So if your biggest fear is, you know, snakes, they would tell you get in a coffin with like, you know, a hundred snakes crawling all over you and they'll give you a million dollars. And I ask my clients all the time, like, give me your biggest fear. And if I paid you a million dollars, would you do that? And nine times out of 10, they're like, no, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. In that moment, you've decided that your self-worth is above money. And that's how you need to look at it all the time is money is just this energy. Money is just this tool. It means whatever I make it mean. And if I know that I'm worthy of massive amounts of money, it no longer becomes this struggle. It no longer becomes this fear-based thing. It no longer becomes this thing that, you know, you feel unsupported by. It just becomes a thing, just simple, just like drinking water every day. It just
1: becomes a routine. Mm. oh so good (laughs) um and so what what can you um say to somebody who wants to experience the um, energy of money how does that feel you know like when you don't have money it feels (laughs) nothing (laughs) and when you have money the more you have money it's like I mean, you you know better than me, but uh, it's like more energy and a different kind of energy. And what is the kind of energy that we have to seek out more and more? So this is where I, I tell people, put yourself
0: in the position to pretend like you have it. So when I had nothing to my name at 17 years old and I wanted a Range Rover, I used to go to the Range Rover dealership and I used to test drive it. And I used to go on Sundays when they were closed and I would look in the windows and I would literally imagine myself driving it down the road. And then when I wanted to manifest a house, I started visiting open houses and I started pretending like I was placing my furniture there and I, the area that I live in now I wanted to live in so bad for so long. I remember I used to drive here. I used to go use the gas station and I would say, this is my gas station. And then I would find a local restaurant and I would say, this is my restaurant. And I just put myself in having it before I could afford the fancy bags, the Louis Vuittons, the Chanel's. I used to go into the store and pretend like I was going to buy it. And I used to ask the saleswoman, can I see that bag? And I would literally stand in the mirror and just take pictures of myself with the bag on my shoulder. And it's just truly putting yourself in a position of pretending until it's here. So you don't have to go out and do these things. It's if you get dolled up and dressed up, if that makes you feel like a million bucks, then go for it. And If it makes you vibrate at a higher frequency, go for it. Pretend that you're a millionaire in your you know, dolled up suit. Or maybe it's soaking in the tub in the bubble bath and drinking a glass of champagne. Whatever makes you feel high vibe, you want to sit there and just imagine the life that you want, but as though you're already experiencing it.
1: Mm, Yeah, this is really like dream building, building your dream through the action. Yes. And this makes me me love about the... Um, like it made me think of one moment where I wanted the dress so bad and it it was when I was traveling to New York City and it was in Times Square. And at at this time I went there but with just $100 in my pocket to shop. (laughs) This was what my parents allowed me to take and I was like so feeling so poor at this moment. And I remember going like, every single day at the same boutique and look at this dress and <laughs> try it again until the moment I decided to finally yes this is the one I will I will take it
0: <laughs> oh my gosh I love that yes but yeah. you made it-
1: Happen. Yeah, absolutely. And uh yes, I I I get absolutely what you mean. I mean, um, I was I, I have been also taught about visualization and, and meditation and which are huge tools to like feel everything until everything unfolds in your life, and this is so so <laughs> crazy and magical when everything that you have visualized is like just in front of you and you're living it and you're on the stage and you're like whoa <laughs> I <Yeah>. made it
0: <laughs> yeah you have to have with you with without a shadow of a doubt you just have to believe that it's coming it's just like if you were looking through binoculars and it was out of focus you can mm. see off in the distance even if it's blurry you can see something there and it's just about fine tuning the focus in order for you to actually have it right there in front of you. And that's what you're doing when you're manifesting is there has to be zero doubt that it's coming. Mm. And when I have people make a list of things that they want to manifest, they often manifest from the bottom to the top of the list, because at the bottom of the list are the things that you're least attached to. And when you're least attached to it, they're going to come even quicker.
1: Mm. When you said the bottom of the list, do you have the 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 biggest things are the 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 smallest. The smallest, because yeah. if
0: you think about the things that you want to manifest, the, when you start naming things that you want to manifest, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. the things That's at the,
0: the top of the list are usually like the things that you're like, yes, I really really want this, and the things at the bottom of the list are things that are like, yeah, I want that, but you know, there's no rush. It's okay. I know it'll come, hmm. and the the things that come quickest because you're not expecting it there's no resistance there's no energy saying no i'm not ready for that yet
1: Mm, yes (laughs) i get it (laughs) so much (laughs) (laughs) and so this is yes uh i i'm interesting to know if you have some clients who at first uh i mean I think no, because you are really selecting your clients when they come to you. But um, when I I I have clients, some of them, uh, it's hard for them to believe that they can create such things and to believe that there is. Um, another like i call it like the universe or the quantum field so another another energy field around them to support them and to give them their what they are what they are asking for so what do you how do you handle this kind of situation with people who it's hard time for them to believe
0: i do what's called energy experiments and so what i do is i have the person Pick something that they're completely unattached to, maybe it's a yellow butterfly, and I tell them to set the intention to close their eyes and to picture a yellow butterfly. And then I tell them to set the intention that they're going to manifest this butterfly within 24 to 48 hours and usually they're so unattached to this little yellow butterfly or sometimes it's a penny or sometimes it's a purple car or sometimes it's a cup of coffee they're usually so unattached to this that immediately they wind up messaging me and they're like, oh my God, I just received my yellow butterfly. And they're like blown away. They're like, okay, this really does work. Of course it does. You have in your brain what's called a reticular activating system. Your reticular activating system is putting things on a checklist for you. And it literally wants to check everything off the list. So it's like, okay, this is important to Yolanda. Let's put all of these things on her list. And now we're going, to be, we're going to begin looking for evidence for these things. And all of a sudden, you've programmed your brain to find evidence of money coming in, to find evidence of this little yellow butterfly coming in. But what's happening is currently, if you're not experiencing the things that you want, your reticular activating system is picking up all of the things that you say you don't want because that is your focus. So it's finding all of the lack of money. It's finding that it's hard to make money. It's finding that you know nothing's gonna change because your brain wants you to be right. And it's looking for evidence to support that. So when I start doing these little energy experiments with them, the first time they're like, okay, that was a coincidence. And I'm like, all right, let's try it again. And then I'll do a purple car. And then they're like, oh my God, I just got it right away. And then i'm like all right let's try a penny or all right let's do this let's do that and that's when they really begin to see that their thoughts really are creating their reality
1: Hmm. okay i see yeah that's good so take notes try this (laughs) try it right now (laughs) (laughs) now i would like to know with all the things that you have manifested and all the things that you did do you have some things that you regret you could have done better or do you, you have some regrets about all of this? Never,
0: because I truly believe that we're divinely guided and the messiest parts of our lives wind up bringing us to the most beautiful pieces in our lives. It's all working out. It's all teaching us a lesson. Once you go through something messy, you you understand, okay, I'm never gonna repeat that lesson again. It may have cost you a lot. It may have cost you a lot emotionally. It may have cost you a lot physically. It may have cost you a lot financially, but the reality is you'll never make that mistake again. And even when I felt like I wanted to be more present for my son and I thought, wow, why wasn't I more present? It brought me to this place now, where I have this business online, where I get to travel wherever I want, whenever I want with my husband, I can drop everything at the drop of a dime and go take care of my son if he needs my help because he's still, he's 19, but he's, you know, he's still suffering from bipolar. And now I've created a life of freedom versus previously, yes, I was making a lot of money But I also wasn't enjoying my life. And so I know that that had to happen in order for me to get to this place.
1: Mm, Big breakthrough here. Mm -hmm. Because, um, yeah, there are a lot of people who make money, but um, who are not enjoying their life, actually. So this is like, hey, cool, do a lot of money. But uh, if, I mean... I have this belief, I mean this is not a belief, but the, every your life is composed of days after days after days after days. and the thing is that you have to enjoy every every moment. And so I have um, for those people who feel like that and who like are trying so hard to make money or to make more money, but who are stuck and uh, stuck or so stressed, uh, what is the the first step or fir- first kind of mini or big breakthrough that they could start to make right now to realize that their life situation and start to shift for the better yeah
0: you have to be happy with the now you have to enjoy the little moments because they create the big moments money is not going to you don't want money because it's this special magical tool you want money for the for the freedom that it's gonna give you. You want money for the um, support and safety that you think you'll have when you have it. But the reality is, if you're constantly working for it, remember your reticular activating system is consistently looking for proof and evidence to show you that you are right. So for instance, if you say universe, I, I want more money, you will continue to find evidence of you wanting more money than receiving more money. Like if you start telling yourself, I have more money, it's easy. It's easy. You will find evidence of that. But the reality is the meaning of life isn't about money. The meaning of life is to enjoy, to have fun, to be fulfilled and to have and to be happy. So anytime I have someone come to me that wants to start a business strictly for the money versus what truly lights them up, what's truly in their purpose, and what's truly fulfilling to them, I do not take them on. So you really have to ask yourself if what you're doing to create money in your life right now, is it something that you're excited about? And if not, again, you have to come from that sacral. What lights you up? What feels expansive? What feels truly aligned with you and what you want to do in life? And the more fun that you allow yourself to have, the money just flows in. I promise you, it just flows in with ease. Recently, I had one of my clients. She said, I know you kept telling me to have more fun. I know you kept telling me to have more fun. She was like, and I just thought, this is just crazy. I have to work this and I have to do this and I have to do that. And all of a sudden this year, we just started working together in November. She didn't have a business. She had started one. And all of a sudden, she decided she was going to have more fun because in December, she was hustling. And all of a sudden, January, she hit a huge month. I think she did 5,000 in sales or 5,000 in cash. And then this month, we're eight days in. She's already signed three clients. I think she's already at 10,000 cash. So it truly is about having fun.
1: <laughs> yes and uh i i had another question in my head and it's already gone <laughs> no okay, <I> <laughs> so into it oh yes this is it can you because this is so good what you're saying um can you affirm that actually yes, money solve a lot of problems, but a lot of money issues. But can you affirm also that when you hit another level of money, or you receive this money, your level of happiness and your like core our essence is not that much sati- satisfied. It's like, it's, it doesn't solve the core issues of yourself. You're like, Okay, but I'm still feeling like myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's because we're, we as humans, we're looking to fill a void, whether that be with money, whether that be with things that we buy ourselves, no matter what it is, we're looking to fill a void. So until you get to the real root cause of your money story, of your money blocks, of the, you know, trauma that you have and the beliefs that you have around money, which really is deep rooted in you as a person. It's deeply rooted in who you feel you are, what you feel worthy of. I always say you are energetically congruent with the number in your bank account. And that has nothing to do with anything other than the belief that you have about you. From age zero to seven is when your belief system was formed by the people around you the most. So usually your parents, your grandparents, your peers, your mind is looking for its belief system. And what was once someone else's opinion now becomes your belief system. That's what your body is operating off of. But the unconscious mind tends to look at things and misconstrue them because it deletes information, it distorts information, and it generalizes information. Because your unconscious mind is processing 2.6 million bits of uh, information per second, and your conscious mind, it's more like 127 bits per second. So that's a huge difference. What that means is if I walk into a room and maybe I'm just focused on one thing, my conscious mind is picking up a bottle of, kombucha or a bottle of water but my unconscious is picking up everything that's inside of the room so the way that i simplify this for people is if you were five years old and you had a play at school and you know your parents were supposed to be there to see you in this play and all of a sudden the curtains open you're on stage and you don't see your parents automatically your unconscious may file that as i'm not good enough because my parents aren't here to see my play and they knew how important this was versus the reality maybe your parents got caught in traffic maybe they got caught caught in a car accident something maybe something happened to prevent them from being there as an adult consciously you can look at it and say oh well yeah that's what happened but unconsciously your unconscious mind has now filed that into i wasn't worthy you see i have this evidence and that's the stories that are on repeat in your mind that are preventing you from attracting everything that you want
1: Mm. (laughs) yes (laughs) thank you yolanda
0: (laughs) Of course, of course. I hope I didn't ramble too much.
1: No, 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 no. I think we'll have to listen it again and again and again and again and again. again. (laughs) Repeat it. (laughs) Relearn by repetition. (laughs) Um, I have one final question for you. If you go back to your old self, when you started your business, what is the one message that you will tell her?
0: (sighs) That it's all working out, that it's all, it's not about me and it never was about me. It's about others. And when we come from the heart, it it just always works
1: out. Mm Mm-hmm repeat it also again (laughs) listen (laughs) but with your heart this time (laughs) yes yes thank you so much Yolanda this was so good your energy is fantastic I felt my energy circulating during all the interview when you were speaking it's like wow so good so good where can we find you Well, thank you
0: again for having me. I had so much fun. This was a lot of fun. Um, Everyone can find me on the Manifest Mad Money podcast or on Instagram at Manifest Mad Money or my website is manifestmadmoney.com.
1: Okay, I think we have everything. Thank you very much for this time with you and um, see you soon. (laughs) Thank you.